We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Guys, I really wish I would have thought about it before we started uh, going on air, and I wish we would have had some like jingle bells going <laughs> over our, our theme music. It just it doesn't feel right talking about Santa Claus and not having some kind of sleigh bell ring. You know what I'm mm. saying? I just want some hot chocolate. Oh. With marshmallows. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Can you really drink? I think it's un-American. To drink hot without, chocolate without without yeah. marshmallows, I think you have to do it. Likely, so it's as weird as people who don't take naps, Wesley. Well, you know now they make <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, well, you now you know they make marshmallows now the size of the top of your cup. You know, they're right. so big that you can just put one marshmallow mm. on top and let it sit. Yeah, I think that's too much. And then you eat it like an apple, but it's yeah, I think that's too much. Too I, can, much. I don't think I can handle that. But here's but the if thing. you do them any smaller than <laughs> that, and then they all melt at once, and you know, which is the good part. I oh, love okay. that. Anyway, okay. anyway. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, we said this at the beginning of the first segment. We'll say it again now. If you've got little ears listening to your radio, if you have little ears listening to the podcast, uh, and you're not ready for a discussion about. Uh, Santa Claus, then you might want to turn uh, turn it down. You may want to put some headphones on uh, or just come back. Listen to EngageMagazine.net slash podcast later uh, because we are talking about St. Nicholas. Now, we ended the last segment telling a story about the true St. Nicholas. Now, mm. Jordan, I know you love this story because I love this story. Yeah. It's awesome. It is so, awesome. Uh, do you know? Do you know the full story? Like I had to print off the details because I had forgotten a little bit. I had forgotten too. But, I do know the important detail. Right. All right. Somebody I'll let got you, punched. Yes, he did. Yeah. All right. So the year was three twenty-five. Uh, it was the Council of Nicaea, and mm-hmm. that, and what was being debated there was the deity mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Now they did not. Um, put deity upon Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really important. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been divine. He's the uncreated one uh, from eternity past. But there was a big debate on whether Jesus was actually God mm-hmm. or not. And there was a guy named Arius mm-hmm. who was a bishop from uh, from Egypt, and he was saying that Jesus was a man, mm-hmm. that he was not God. And Arius, the bishops were all sitting in the back, they were listening very respectfully, and, and St. Nicholas... Nicholas got so mad mm-hmm. that he stood up and walked across a room full of bishops or full of preachers and just slapped the dude in the face. <laughs> That's the only way to do it. That's awesome. Merry Christmas. Now, here's the thing. When he was <laughs> asked likely why, to get someone's attention. Yeah, absolutely. And when he was asked why, he said, for love of Christ. Mm, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Wow. We should be offended on the on the behalf of Christ maybe with a act. little bit more restraint and grace speaking. I understand yeah. all of that but you know what sometimes <laughs> you just you just feel like I'm not saying don't please don't go punch anybody in the face no, but we do not advocate violence in any form or fashion we don't but hey <laughs> do we advocate it by doing Santa oh what huh? do we advocate okay. punching somebody in the face by doing Santa because we're telling our kids hey here's this guy to emulate. Oh, you can't do like that this with guy. everybody's <laughs> life and all they do. No. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to take it too far. So uh-huh. here is the thing. We did talk in the last segment a little bit, and I want to get more into this. Some of the dangers or some of the reasons not to do Santa with your kids. Um, mm-hmm. Now, one of the preachers that I love listening to is, is John Piper. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he said in a podcast on this issue last year is he said this. Santa can so easily distract our children. And there's already so many distractions out yeah. there. And so why would we want to distract our children with porridge when there is a mm. feast yeah. of Christ exactly. before them? And so uh, there again, we're not saying mm. don't do Santa. We're not saying you're a bad parent if you do Santa. Um, 
there we kind of do Santa there again with caveat. And if you want to know about that first segment, um, engagemagazine.net slash podcast. But the question is, the the fact of the matter is, these are things we need to discuss. Mm-hmm. And with you and your family, we encourage you simply have this discussion. Now, guys, what are some arguments for using Santa? Have you guys heard any from friends or family or anything like that? Well, I mean, in doing so, you can also talk about the historical figure, which mm-hmm. we talked about, who was right. a very generous man. Who came and to, very kind. I mean, we, we make a joke about yeah, him punching yeah, yeah. in the face, but he was very yeah, kind. Yeah, a very compassionate, uh, generous man who had great parents, or Christian parents, grew up in a Christian home, gave his life to Christ in an early age, became a priest later on, mm-hmm. and did a lot of good work and was known for his anonymous giving, right. which is, you know, another... Mm-hmm. Another important point to point out, mm-hmm. you know, from a Christian perspective, is that he wasn't seeking, you know. See, and here's the thing: this is a question glory. that I have about. So, so the historical figure is something you can certainly learn from. Yeah, and see, to me, it's it. I think he is a man worth honoring, uh, and it's more honoring to his memory if we were to give anonymously rather than receive anonymously. Hmm. Right. Does that make sense? No. Like, <laughs> I wish. Yeah, hey. I wish our culture. <laughs> yeah. Would would have embraced that aspect huh. of. Hey, kids, there's a guy named Santa Claus. He did this stuff, all this. And the way that we honor him, in the same way that we honor Christ, Mm. we give. Mm. And Christmas is about giving and not about receiving. I think that would just illustrate that truth so much better. It would be very different. Wouldn't it, though? It would be very different. Wouldn't it? Yeah. So I say we just dress our kids up in in oversized (laughs) red sweaters, put some pillows underneath, make them super fluffy, and uh, send them down some chimneys. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, uh, but there are arguments for doing Santa um, mm-hmm. within families. And one of them is there was a guy that I read, mm-hmm. and he was talking about Lewis and Tolkien. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tolkien would say that there are such things as true myths. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, Jordan, I know you're really familiar with Tolkien. What is a true myth? What does that mean? think a true myth well at least I, when when Tolkien says it, I'm not quite sure what he means when mm-hmm. Lewis says it I know he means the, the the basically the story of the gospel in its in its purest form so the fall of man and God coming to rescue mm-hmm. so when Tolkien says it, I'm not quite All right, sure so when Tolkien yeah. was saying it he was meaning and I'm sorry to put you on the spot like that no, uh, but when Tolkien was saying that he meant that that it is a legend mm-hmm. it is a myth but it is a myth that can that is one based on truth yeah. and then two uh, contains important yeah, okay, truths. Yeah. Right. So, and what he would say, and what this writer was was saying there again, we'll link to all this stuff uh, in the show notes, engagemagazine.net slash podcast. Um, but what he would say is that we need to teach our children true myths. Mm. Now, there's another argument that removing Santa removes some of the magic of Christmas. Hmm. What do you guys think on that? Uh, I think if you're looking to Santa to bring magic to Christmas, you're really looking in a very poor place. <laughs> See, that was my reaction yeah. as well. Wesley, what do you what do you think? Same thing. I yeah. mean, that that would be definitely replacing. You know, then you that's that was be the part of going too far. Yeah. See, and I agree with that completely because my thinking is the magic of the nativity scene. Yeah. And, and by magic, I don't mean like Harry Potter magic, but the sense of wonder, the sense of awe. Right. That. That is the nativity. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. the gospel. Just yeah. an Engage magazine on American Family Radio. Engage exists to provide perspective on culture through the eyes of a biblical worldview mm-hmm. and show how that worldview intersects with culture. And we are a team of millennials, 20-year-olds here work at American Family Association who came up with the idea about two years ago to launch Engage to reach out to the millennial audience and 
draw a bridge from um, from millennials to the work that AFA is doing. And so if you go check out there and you see and you like the content, help us in getting Engage Magazine in the hands of a millennial. And we got our 2018 uh, magazine edition, our annual magazine that you can get for free if you visit EngageMagazine.net at the top. You can click annual. You can get one sent to your your uh, son or daughter who's in college or your youth youth pastor, you can get that sent to them for free right and now. we don't ask anything. Nope. Uh, you can go to Engage Magazine. There's a little button that says Magazine. Uh, at the top, click that, put in an email, and then um, mm-hmm. your address and all that kind of stuff, and, and you're good to go. Absolutely. So, guys, um, we do need to also mention Operation Christmas Child, mm-hmm. which we're pushing this week. Um, right now, you can go, again, EngageMagazine.net. We're going to post a link to Operation Christmas Child where you can go and pack a shoebox um, there's a girl here at in not in our studio, but she's here <laughs> right. on campus. Yeah. Uh, and she received a shoebox when she was nine years old. It mm-hmm. impacted her. She still carries around the stuff that was in mm-hmm. her box. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy to me. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really I mean, good. crazy yeah. in like the the and, best way. And the letter that she had that she got from the wow. people that yeah. sent it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I that she about still that. has it. Yeah, she like laminated it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the original letter because it meant so much to her. Yeah, and the uh, the people that sent it, and I had never thought about this either. They put their address on right. it, smart, and began a pen pal relationship that's good. with yeah. the with the kid that received the letter. So I think that's such that's a that's going cool above idea. and beyond. That's the next step. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. So yeah. if you've not uh, filled a box, sent it in uh, Operation Christmas Child, we encourage you. We love Operation Christmas Child. We love filling those shoe boxes and doing that. And one of the other things she mentioned that they're doing now that they didn't do then, which is why she's even mm-hmm. more excited, is the Greatest Journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us what is that? It's a discipleship. A process, a book that they go through, and at the end, uh, they receive a Bible mm-hmm. in, in, in their language mm-hmm. at the end of completing the discipleship training. Yeah, what's really important is that uh, Samaritan's Purse, the organization behind Operation Christmas Child, they partner with local churches. So it's not sure. like uh, Samaritan Drop Purse and just go. comes in. Right. <laughs> yeah. They actually partner with local churches, sure. and then they plug these kids into those churches, and the pastor's We'll walk these children through the greatest journey. Way cool. It, it is. It's just an amazing, amazing opportunity. So, And we've been partnering with them for years, and we'll keep doing it. We just want to let you know about it to let you know that uh, that's a great opportunity. Yep. That so it's Christmas season. Yeah. Absolutely. So one of the things, kind of the heart behind all of this is we don't want to distract our kids from the gospel. We don't want to distract right. our kids from Jesus. He is our ultimate treasure. Go yeah. ahead, well, I was just gonna—I was gonna say exactly that. I wrote something down while we were talking here, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to say, you know, however, for a parent or a guardian or grandparents decide to go as far with Santa Claus and the historical, you know, historical figure versus the commercialized figure that we yep. have today. However, for we decide to go with that, the main message is that Christmas is about celebrating the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that should be the message. And uh, you know, the conclusion of every Christmas, regardless of how far we went with mm-hmm. it. We read the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. We talked about Jesus on the day of. A day of Christmas, I don't ever remember talking about Santa or anything. Right, yeah. It was about yeah. getting to church so we could do the, the, mm-hmm. the um, what do you call the ceremony? Candlelight Candlelight ceremony, mm-hmm. taking the Lord's Supper. We did a variety of different things to remind That's us cool. of this is why uh, we're celebrating this season. And, you know, as I grew up, there would be different challenges my parents had as far as uh, giving gifts instead of receiving gifts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's the main message. And uh, Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, that if anyone wishes to come after me, then he must deny himself mm-hmm. and take up his cross daily. And that's the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so that leaves us with one question. How do we keep our children's hearts and our own hearts focused on Christ during Christmas? Yeah. I like think, in some really practical ways. Uh, I think um, 
one thing that my family did when I was growing up was Advent. Yep. Um, and that's when you set it aside a time every day leading up to Christmas. Starting when? Uh, Sorry for interrupting. It's already started. That's, yeah, it's that's actually what already I thought. started. Yeah, I think okay. most people start the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Okay. But if you haven't started, yeah. don't don't feel bad. Yeah, you sure, can yeah, start sure. now. Yeah, it's fine. But basically setting a time aside a time uh, every, every day until Christmas um, to focus on uh, the message of the gospel and mm-hmm. how it relates to the coming of Christ. And there's a great resource out. My mm-hmm. family and I are going to be going through this right. uh, through December. Uh, it's Paul David Tripp's Oh, Come Let Us Adore Him. It's a 24-day or 30-day uh, devotional, mm-hmm. and we're using that for family worship. Um, we're just simply reading through it. He has short passages of Scripture included and then even says, okay, here's a song to mm-hmm. sing or yeah. question to ask your kids. Yes. So great resource. We'll link to the uh, to the Amazon link there uh, for that. Wesley, what, what's another way that we could keep our hearts and our kids' hearts focused? Yeah, and kind of like, well, there's a bunch of things you can do the day of, but leading yeah. up to it uh, and the importance of just talking about the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. You know, those first couple Read of chapters in Matthew story. and Luke. I read those, yeah, and and there's a, so much there, you know. Absolutely, there is. No matter how many times you've read it, you're gonna find something new. It's the living and active Word of God. Well, that's all we've got this week. We hope that you will take time and think through and talk about Santa with your spouse, with your kids. And until next week, keep on sharing truth and applying Scripture. Merry Christmas.